Good evening, everyone. Hey! How are you doing, JP? Look, here we are. What are we, we doing are. here? We are showing off projects from people all over the world. This is show and tell. Yay, that's exciting. It's so fun. Uh, we're here uh, guest hosting tonight, and uh, we are excited to have people come up and share some stuff. If you want to share some things, show some things, tell some things, uh, you can find out all the info on our blog or head over to our Discord. It's uh, adafru.it slash Discord. Go to the live broadcast channel, you get a link, and then you can come in and show us some stuff. Uh, who do we want to go to first, Katni? I think the first person we're going to chat with tonight is Sean. <gasps> Let's bring Sean on. You can go ahead and, hey, look, hi, Sean. Hello. How's everybody tonight? Excellent. How are you? Good. Doing well. So my project and I have woes of demo day to tell. And so I made a, let's see if I can get it to, to focus here, there a Raspberry Pi Compute Module 4 board. And it's one I put together, I think it was like back in December. I laid out the files, I had the schematic all ready to go, and I was unable to purchase a CM4 because you uh, couldn't find them. And oh no. I finally got one in, I soldered this board up, and it worked well enough for me to make my video but it decided to not work for tonight's demo. And I've got it down here hooked up. And what ended up happening was I was going to plug it in and apparently I did not solder this connector well enough and the <laughs> USB-C power connector just uh, came off. So I would probably have to re-solder another one of these boards. Um, I put it through my, my reflow oven and I'm trying to give it power through this 3.3 volts. I don't know if that's gonna work because that's probably enough to power the CPU, but some other things on here might require five volts. Um, I didn't look at the schematic for the CM4 before jumping on this. Mm -hmm. And I'm not getting a, um, a console out for my USB connector here, which I was, you can see it when the video goes live, I think next week or maybe mm -hmm. the week after when that goes live, you can see it definitely working. I write a quick Python program for it. It like blinks a light. So it's like, oh yay, I made my own board, carrier board for the CM4. And I'm super excited about it because it's it's really kind of the first time I'm working from scratch with these little Horose connectors. Um, they're a bit of a pain oh, cool. to both use and find <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Sean, for people who don't know, what is the compute module? Oh, excellent. So if you're familiar with the Raspberry Pi, it's a single board computer. The compute module, and I can bring it back here again, is something that Raspberry Pi released. They put all the things that are on a Raspberry Pi 4. So I've got my big four right here. And here's That's the compute huge. module four. Right. So they scaled it down and they got rid of all the little connectors and power stuff and, and USB and, and, and Ethernet slots around the side. So the idea is you can lay out your own board so it just stacks on here with those little Hirose connectors. It, and you can give it the exact peripherals you, you want if you want to control the size for your embedded system, which is great for like embedding it in things, making it lower power. And you don't have these big old like Ethernet and USB uh, ports sticking out of the side yeah. and there's no, there's no GPIO. It's, it's really for you to customize. You can't do a whole lot with, this, with the compute module. Um, unless you create a board for it. And there are boards you can buy. There's like the IO board and some others that I've seen mm -hmm. out there. There's ones you can buy, but the idea is for you to make your own for like industrial applications. Very cool. Do you have some plans or you wanted uh, like a, a, a product you want to make with a compute module or you just want to get the feel of, of what that process is like? Really just getting to talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> right? Uh, no, it's not that secret. That's, that's all I have for it plans wise. 
maybe in the future, like next time I need a single board computer in some sort of, you know, more easily transportable format, mobile format, um, mm -hmm. I will likely do that. More than likely, I would relay out that board or add some stuff to it because, I mean, it's it's like a USB connector and like seven GPIO. It's actually pretty mm -hmm. useless. It was just experimenting with that process. Yeah. Uh -huh. Very That's excellent. Cool. Well, sorry about the USB connector. Those are uh, those surface mount USB connectors are mostly connected through optimism and goodwill, right? Like, you know, <laughs> like a tiny bit of solder holding it on. Yeah, like, and the ones I bought actually, uh, like, I don't know if it's focusing. The one, one, the the one I use actually does have the little like through hole things, but I don't think I got enough solder in there, or my stencil didn't have solder. So yeah, it was just basically being held on there through goodwill. So mm -hmm. lesson lesson learned in my soldering techniques. All right. Well, we're looking forward to the video of that. That'll be really cool. Yeah, that'll be on the uh, the DigiKey YouTube channel. So check it out. Great. Thank you. Thanks, all. All right. Next up, we are going to chat with Jeff. Hi. So um, I've been on here with clocks before, and this is a board with a little real-time clock. Um, this is the Siduino Zhao uh, Shield for uh, there is Zhao board, but it also works with the Cutie Pie. I've got an RP2040 here. Mm -hmm. And then the real-time clock is a uh, PCF8563. And Adafruit had some modules for the 8523 and some other real-time clocks, but they didn't have one yet for this particular chip. So when I saw the, um, saw the item up on the Adafruit website and it said, this doesn't work with CircuitPython yet, I thought, I cannot let this pass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the challenge has been thrown down. So, um, yeah, I've uh, created a GitHub repo for the driver, and I'm kind of putting it through its paces. But I can set the time, and I can get the time back out, and that's like really the basics. There is a battery on the backside to uh, keep the time when you unplug. So, excellent. Um, it is kind of the the least expensive, I think, of all the PCF real time clocks. Um, so if you're looking for something in your own designs, I don't know, they probably checked that it was available or else they bought the last 5,000 of them. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, that driver will be coming out soon. So if you want to pick up that carrier board to use with a yeah. Zhao or to use with a Cutie Pie, um, that's one more thing on it that works. And the screen also works, which I discovered while creating this demo for y'all. That's nice. And that that carrier board uh, from Seedwin also gives you like an SD card slot and some, some nice yeah. uh, Rove Yeah, plug. so there's the SD card slot and then these, a couple of these are I2C, and then I think one is analog, one is digital. There's an on-off switch here, which didn't actually switch anything on or off. <laughs> um, but you know, the Cutie Pie and the Shower are a little bit different. Uh, there is a user button, and then there's some kind of I/O connector here that probably brings out all those uh, those I/O pins. So that's what I know about it so far. Oh, and this must be a battery connector. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. So it's a nice, capable little little board and I'll have to find something to actually do with it. But for now the driver's working. So yeah. Oh, great work. Thank you for doing that. People Time's will... the important thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Excellent. Well, thanks, Jeff. Have a good evening, y'all. You too. All right. Next up, we are going to talk to Melissa. Yes, we are. Hey, Melissa. Oh, can't hear you. Oh, you're muted. I can unmute you. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, can you get back to me? My demo just crashed. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we will go ahead and talk to Scott. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going right. well. How are you? Good. I had to adjust my camera because I'm standing. 
Um, because I have something that's kind of large to show. Ooh. Now, folks may know what this is. Ooh. Balance yeah. board. It's a wee balance board. I think we they sold one like under a bed somewhere in our house. I know it. I've Ooh. got one there too. <laughs> so I'm so I'm here to recruit people. Um, so I opened it up. Mm -hmm. This is the inside of it. And this is the main board here. And this module you can see here is the, the Bluetooth Classic module. Now, my goal is to not have to use this module, but rather being able to uh, use what I have here, which is like a feather doubler, uh, feather wing that's attached. Because when I opened the battery compartment, uh, this is what I replaced. Um, come on. Um, and it, this is the battery compartment, and it has UART, TX, and RX pins on it, which oh. just blew my mind. I was like, I got to figure out how to use this. Um, you can see here, there's this connector that I snipped, and that's what I attached to the feather. Um, and I found a an academic paper where people had managed to talk to this over the UART, but I can't figure out how to do it. Uh -huh. So if, if anybody's worked with these before and wants to hack on them some more or knows the secret to get it to talk over UART, uh, let me know, because um, I haven't figured it out yet. I suspect maybe it has to do with some manipulation of the main board, but I'm not sure. So I thought I'd come in here and say like, hey. So I'd Scott, is this. that like a set of four load cells? It is. Or like, what is it doing to know what you're doing? And what does it know that you're doing? Right, so it's just, uh, they're, they're just load cells on each corner. Um, and basically the, the math to know what you're doing is just like which of the load cells has the most weight on it, uh, from what I can tell. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there's any other sort of sensors here. Um, I think it's just like the four inputs and then this is all analog stuff. And then this is the chip that's computing everything. And then it's just communicating uh, over the module. Uh -huh. So I think it really is just the four load cells um, that this is doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's some really good code to use it over Bluetooth Classic, but I don't like Bluetooth Classic. <laughs> I'd rather be able to use whatever feather I want over UART. What sorts of things are you interested in doing with it? Like more ah. like fitness kind of stuff or seeing if you're like leaning on one hip too much while you're no. working? So the reason that I was doing this is actually, uh, I have two cats as people who watch my deep dive know. And one of them has had uh, her, her weight's been fluctuating a little bit. Um, and so what I was like, you know, I'm trying to regularly weigh them to track the weight of the cat. Uh, but I came up with this idea of I, I could actually put one of these under the litter box. Oh. And every time they use a the litter box, it will weigh them. Right. Um, so that's that's what I want to do is I want to weigh the cats every time they use the litter box. Excellent. <laughs> well, there's all kinds of things that need to be weighed. So that makes a lot of sense. And the size yeah. is pretty excellent for especially for a litter box, but for all kinds of <clears throat> things that are fairly large and stationary, you totally. know, yeah, I, I found two of these, like if folks want to get involved in this, uh, at least in the US, I've gone to like Goodwills and stuff and managed to find them pretty easily. One of these, I got one of these was labeled $2 and the other one was labeled $7. So yeah. they made they made a ton of them and uh, they're so big that they don't really sell online. Um, so mm -hmm. if you just go in the stores, you might get lucky and find like, yeah, a I of them. Yeah, after you had mentioned something about them a couple weeks ago, I saw two of them at the Goodwill uh, just down the road the other day when I was there. But we already have one or possibly two of them, so I didn't pay attention to the price. But they're yep. plentiful, and they're built basically to military-grade specifications yeah. because they're for yeah. consumers to jump up it and just, down. 
it bothers me so much that something this large is like essentially obsolete. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. Like nobody's going to connect connect it to their Wii. Yeah. Um, although people have been able to connect it to like Raspberry Pis as well. So mm-hmm. um, if people need to weigh stuff, they're a great option. Uh, they're yeah. they're high quality and they're really cheap because they made so uh-huh. many of them. Very cool. Great. Good luck. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Find me on the Discord. (laughs) Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. All right. Next up, we are going to go back to Melissa, who uh, says she's ready to go. I am. Uh, Okay. So what I have here is I have, well, here, let me go and tilt that down. I have this little board here with a little um, smart switch. I actually put this together a couple of years ago just to program these smart switches. And I have Mm -hmm. Tasmoda running on here. And so I have done a made a project here with the macro pad, and and if I go ahead, I can actually control a couple. Of course, it crashed again. Just a second. Yeah, I think Melissa's camera we're hearing has uh, yeah cut out of the stream. Okay. People. Okay, now it's back up. Uh, so I have it. So it's, uh, I can turn on and off the light here. And Melissa, when you're it's on. I, your camera actually crashed. Frozen image. Yeah. Oh. Let's uh, try removing you and bringing you back in. Hold on one second. Can you see me? Uh, no. No. Black. Try reloading, um, and we will uh, okay. come back to you. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I, I guess think, in- uh, we can bring on our good friend Todd Fox. Yeah. Over for here, sure waiting patiently at the end of the screen there hey there hello hello how are you um so i've been working as you might have seen on twitter this little uh which and which jp demoed yesterday this little version of asteroids done in circuit python i want to show it on a different little camera here so let me change yay asteroids so yeah, so yay asteroids, you can play it, you, you, you know, it's all fun. There's no sound, uh, JP's version has the sound, but not only is it on the Pi badge, it's also on the macro pad. So Ooh. you can fly around and <laughs> shoot things. Oh wait, it's also on the fun house. Impossible. <laughs> no, is wait, there wait. anywhere it's, it's not? It's also on the, the Open Hardware Summit um, badge. Deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so this is like sort of to, to me, it's like a really great demonstration of the power of Circuit Python. Is you can put all all of the uh, like have all of the boards be the same code. This is this is the exact same code.py, um, just with some small changes to switch off different uh, different sprite sets because different boards have different different resolution displays and stuff. Mm-hmm. But and um, that's a but yeah. that's a, a pretty good collection of different. Uh, processors on those and, and screen uh, yeah. dimensions. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's four different CPUs, um, yeah. all which all have their own quirks. If you ever try to pro- program an Arduino for any of these chips, like the ESP32S2, the RP2040, the NRF5284, uh, or whatever, um, not exactly easy. Even if when you're in Arduino, which is supposed to be sort of platform agnostic. So, uh, yay for circuit python thank you scott for making display io work so well <laughs> yeah i was uh when i was looking at the code which um we'll probably pop it up in the in the chat if people are interested on todd's uh mm. get up the um there was a really cool tip in there uh about and i might break this out as like a separate circuit python parsec tip sometime which is 
detecting which board it's running on. So there's chunks of code. Mm -hmm. So it's not four versions of the code.py. It's just one. And it just says, hey, am I on a macro pad? Okay, then I'll do this. Uh, am I on the funhouse? So that's, a, exactly. I think, a really useful tip for people who are going to try to bring their code to a few different platforms. Uh, yep. Besides the fact that it's just a really fun and cool, uh, I've got mine right here. In fact, a very fun and cool asteroids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as a as a long-time lover of asteroids. No quarters. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is exactly what's going to be on my Pi Badge the next conference I'm at. Forget, forget <laughs> my name. It's going to be asteroids. <laughs> very cool. All right, well, thanks for bringing thanks. that by, Todd. Thank you, Todd. All right, let's go ahead and go back to Melissa. Hi, I think uh, I've been, I had a couple of USB ports going on my MacBook and I think they're having issues. It's looking good. Uh, let's see, I have, uh, okay, I don't know how much of the previous part you saw, uh, but I have this board here that I have for programming these little smart switches. And I have a little macro pad here and hopefully this won't crash because I think I actually have a short on my macro pad USB mm. port. Um, so I have it so like I can press the buttons and it'll turn on and off the lights and update the statuses. Wow. Oh, nice. And then on here, and I can adjust the brightness with oh, the great. little knob. And that's just using Home Assistant. And the way that it's able to connect to Home Assistant is I have a script running on my computer, and it's using re remote procedure calls in order to go ahead and talk to the computer. Right on. And I have a guide out uh, for that now, and that's live. Excellent. Very cool. Uh, thank you for sharing that. So with the Home Assistant, some of that is uh, via Wi-Fi to that switch. Is that the communication? to? There's the no Wi-Fi. Well, it, what's happening is it's connecting. This is talking to my computer, and the computer is doing all the networking. So uh -huh. uh, the, I'm sorry. Yeah, the switch itself has Wi-Fi. It is. OK. Yeah. yeah. And your macro pad's talking to your computer. Your computer's saying uh, Wi-Fi things to the light bulb. Exactly. And it's just using Home Assistant to do all mm -hmm. that Wi-Fi stuff. Mm -hmm. That's an excellent way to add sort of networking to the macro pad without actually adding any networking to the macro pad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it does work really nicely as a USB device. So as long as your computer has the uh, smarts to do all the Wi-Fi things you're set. Yeah. All right, nicely done. And you said there's guide out now? Yes. Excellent. Put a link in the chat. Thank you so much. Melissa. I will. Yeah. All right. Um, so next up, let's go to Liz. Hey, how's it going? It's going uh, well. How are you? Good. Um, so I always wondered if I could get, um, like, do a teleprompter app for Raspberry Pi. Mm -hmm. um, so this is using um, TK Enter to uh, load up, um, like, a little GUI. Uh, so I've got a button to open a text file. Uh, and that opens it into this scrollable box. And then I've got some buttons using uh, Blinka where I can start the scrolling. Uh, it's a short script uh, just to <laughs> test it out. Um, and then two other buttons can uh, affect the speed and then another button can toggle between if I can get under my nest of wires um, and not short anything. Um, <laughs> it will toggle between going full screen and going back to Max, because I'm hoping to do this as like a headless thing um, yeah. that will also cool. like load on boot. Um, so yeah, it's nice. a little experiment. So you said you're using GPIO pins to do uh, the controls and then the the code, this is, I, I'm guessing, Python script that's running this is just doing what you need yeah. to do on button presses. 
Yeah, so there's like um, there's actually two but uh, two Python scripts running. One is the TK Inter app, and then the other one's um, a Blinka app um, for the digital I/O stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and for those who don't know, Blinka is what allows CircuitPython libraries to run on single board computers like Raspberry Pi. Yes, yes, and it works. Excellent. Nice. Very cool. So are you, um, do you use like a beam splitter to reflect that in front of a camera or kind of set it behind a camera as a teleprompter? Have you, uh, have you used that uh, for videos that you shoot? So I've actually never used a teleprompter. Um, so this is kind of like my way to try it out. Um, I am like that designing up a case uh and I can take my toggle my camera um so this was like a little test i did last night to make sure the screen was gonna fit and um so it'll sit like this uh and then the screen will be facing up uh, sorry like this um and then it'll have some uh it's like the reflective um acrylic mm -hmm. um, stuff so it'll slide in here uh, so it's just a little piece to test the fit and so it'll sit for the camera and I'm hoping to have like a, a tab that comes out the back that can um, kind of go between the tripod plate and uh, the camera. Great, very, very cool. cool. We're looking forward to seeing that. That'll be nice. And, and uh, I'm sure you'll be able to do some uh, write-ups and videos so people can see how to build their own, hopefully. Absolutely, yeah, this will definitely awesome. be shared, yeah. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Thank well, you, Liz. Thank you, have a good night. You too. All right, next we're gonna go to Micah. Hello. Uh, hold on. Sorry. Yep. There you go. Um, hello. So I've got a little bit of a not complicated project. The project itself isn't complicated, but the backstory kind of is. Lay it on us. So a neighbor of mine. Um, uh -oh. Sorry, my, my mom is walking around. <laughs> um, a neighbor of mine. Uh, has a really pretty dog, really nice dog. And because it's it's like one of the hottest summers in a while, it's um, the neighbor wants to, or he wants to um, have a dog kennel, it, but he wants to be able to leave it, like to go on a road trip. So the dog kennel company makes a fan, but it's 300 or it's like $200 for whatever reason. But he wanted me to make a remote control fan that um, can mount to the dog kennel, and I did. So, very cool. So, tell us about it. All right. So, I'm holding my laptop because I don't have an actual camera. This is an Adafruit box uh -huh. um, that I'm using as the enclosure. And this is a fan from Amazon. It gets really fast. And if I take this battery, these are XT90 connectors. They're just really heavy duty, really overkill for this project. But if I put it in, the fan turns on for a second because there's actually a cutie pie in here, um, the SAMB21 version. So um, it's booting up and it is running CircuitPython, which honestly I'm not sure is advisable over Arduino for a project that controls like a motor that can get really fast. but CircuitPython is awesome. So I've got this little key fob from Adafruit. And if I press, so it's on button A right now. It's a toggle um, RF switch. So it's on button A. So if I press that, nothing happens. That's the off mode. If I press button B, fan comes on. Oh, we hear it. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, so it gets pretty loud. So just, just know that it cycles through um, three different speeds and one off mode, but if it would like really be quite loud. I mean, I can try, but <laughs> this is speed um, two and this is speed three. It does get uh -oh. loud. You just take off right off the table with that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Very cool. Nicely done. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for showing it, Micah. We'll yeah. see you next time. All right. See ya. Bye. Later. All right. Next, we're going to go to Udicio. Hello. Hey, Udicio. Hi. You're, you're our last caller uh, for the night. So uh, we're excited to see what you've got. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you, John Park. So me and my father made another project. So we live in a condominium in an apartment. I don't know how do you differ this in, in the US, but uh, uh, it's like a community. So we can like put loud things here. And we use the, the drilling machine a lot. And so we did this torque regulator for the drilling machine in a circuit that looks like this. We built the components in this. So there is a potentiometer here where you regulate. This is like a electrical outlet that we, we did and it connects to the, to the electricity of the house. So I will show you the noise that it will make. And also this is nice because this doesn't have support for screwdriver. So we can connect a screwdriver and make it slow so you can move the... Oh yeah. So... very useful for us. We like it oh, a lot. Great. So I hope you like it. Bye. That's excellent. Yeah, so you're doing all the uh, speed regulation with that uh, outlet. Is it, is it a variable AC? Is variable? Uh, well, my father is the one who made the circuit. He knows, he knows the project. I only helped him to, to, to build it. So Maybe I cannot answer this question now. I didn't look at the circuit. This one, right. I oh, studied for engineering, but this one I just helped him to build with him. Well, really nicely done. Yeah, you've upgraded the drill significantly. Now you can use it as a, as a driver and a drill. That's great. Okay, thank you. Very, very nice. Thanks for sharing it. We'll see you, Udicio. Bye-bye. Hey, Click. hey, clicking buttons over here. I know. Oh, wait, well, I think going to do it right can you i think uh yeah just got a couple minutes before the next show there's going to be an ask an engineer tonight right mm -hmm. yeah, there all is right. phil namora will be here uh to talk about all kinds of things answer your questions at the end of the show they're known um, to do that they are so, so we'll, give, we'll give them some time to get set up and we'll get out of here but we want to thank everyone for coming by and showing their super cool projects tonight thank absolutely you. uh and if you want to learn more about those projects people are uh, over on our Discord chatting about them. So you can head on over there and, and uh, tell people what you think. And again, and, and that's adafru.it slash Discord to join us. And we are around all week. So you can show and tell your projects at any time uh, if yeah. you hang out there. Yes, that's absolutely true. All right, well, thank you, Katni. And uh, we'll get out of here. Bye-bye. Thank you, JP. Later. <laughs>